Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Welcome to The Savvy Scribe, a podcast for freelance healthcare and medical writers who want to start or grow their business. Your hosts, Carol Bush and Janine Kalbach, will help you build a profitable health writing business without having to spend years figuring it out on your own. Now, let's join the conversation. Do you guys love what you're hearing? Why don't you join me in our group on Facebook? It's a closed group for those that have to answer questions and get in, but it's the Savvy Scribe Collective over on Facebook. You can visit our website, www.thesavvyscribepodcast.com to also get a link. See you in the collective. I can hardly wait to tell you guys, we have a new website, www.thesavvyscribepodcast.com. There you will find all the links to our courses, the podcast, and more. Again, that's www.thesavvyscribepodcast.com. Hey there, Savvy Scribes. Thanks for joining us today. Today I have Deanna Gillingham from casemanagementinstitute.com and stayathomenurse.com. She, for the past five years has developed resources for case management workforce and is going to tell us a lot today about finding your profitable market. So welcome, Deanna. Thank you. It's so exciting to be here today. First off, tell everybody where you live. So I live in a very small town called Puerto Aventuras in Mexico. We're on the Mayan Riviera, Riviera, closest probably to Playa del Carmen. You've probably heard of that. Yeah, I always love to start with you with that because I just get so jealous. I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little hotter here than it is in Ohio right now. Yeah, considering I'm looking out the window and it's hailing and <laughs> snowing and disgusting. <laughs> so, so yeah, so how how are things going lately in Mexico? Is it good? Weather's it, been great? Weather's beautiful. We have some waves. I just looked out the window and saw a guy surfing. So I think uh, we have a different, definite, different view. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> so first, Deanna, you're a nurse right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I want to hear a little bit about where your career path started. Okay. Um, because I guess I get bored kind of quickly. I have a kind of long career path. So I'm just going to give you the, the short and sweet. Um, I started in the hospital working in med surge detox slash renal unit. <laughs> it was a slash unit. Um, <laughs> then, <laughs> then I worked um, in oncology. I became certified in there, quickly became bored and went to hospice. And after a year, I moved to um, SICU. Then L&D, which was always my goal was to work in L&D. And I spent the most time there. But then I moved to a GI lab. I went back to hospice again. I worked in case management. And that's really, when I started in case management, that's when things kind of pivoted for me. I became a writer and an entrepreneur, and now I'm starting my second business. Wow, that's awesome. That's great. So tell me, um, why, why did you turn towards entrepreneurship? I decided that um, I'm a really hard worker, 
And if I ever had a business, I would want somebody who worked as hard as I did. And then I, <laughs> and then I thought, okay, um, why am I making everybody else so much money with all my hard work? And I should try to make money for myself. And lastly, I wanted to be location independent. I wanted to move to Mexico and there's not many companies that will let you leave the country and still work for them. Sure. Sure. Well, when was that your goal? Like how far into your career? I would say that wasn't my goal until around 2014. I didn't even think it was possible until then. And I started listening to podcasts and podcasts just opened my brain to all of these different opportunities that were out there. And I started exploring and thinking about, you know, what would work for me? What wouldn't work for me? What did I want my life to look like? And what could I do to support that lifestyle? So how did you get started? What, What did you start doing as your own business? So I started writing and you know, the funny thing is, you you might find this funny. When I started writing, I couldn't even write a proper sentence. Um, we had been in nursing school slapped if we wrote a full sentence. We were supposed to write these little fragmented sentences. And so after 20 years of doing that, I found that I had trouble writing a proper sentence. I actually had to take a class on writing so that I could start writing my book. Sure, sure. And is that where you um, started making money with your writing was with your book or did you write for different companies at first? I went straight with my book. I started a blog, wrote on the blog and then compiled all of that into my book and, um, published it through create space at the time, which is now KDP. And that's how I started. It took about a year of writing before I made any money. So at first it was just sinking money into it, but I wasn't reaping any benefits. Very good. So how did you, I love hearing how people take their blog articles and put it into a book. How did you do that process? Well, I was very purposeful in how I set up my blog so that um, my book actually was a book to help somebody pass a certain exam. And the testing company, the testing organization gave you the blueprint. So I set up my blog kind of following along that exam blueprint. So then when it was time to compile my book, everything was there and it was pretty much in order. And I just had to put it into a Word document that could be uploaded to CreateSpace. Perfect. Oh, how nice. Um, So what, what exam did you help people try to pass or pass? It's called the Certified Case Manager exam, the CCM exam. Okay. And how did you start marketing? Who'd you market to? Like case managers? Where did you find them? Yes, definitely. So I started off um, learning about SEO for my website. So the first year while I was writing all these articles and putting them up on the website, I was getting SEO. And so people were finding me when they were Google searching for certain topics that they knew were on the exam. And then I had them to sign up for my email list so they would be notified when the next update came out. So the next um, article came out or the next topic area came out. So by the time that I actually was ready to write the book. I didn't have a lot, but I had about 65 people who were very dedicated because I was giving them free information mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had all signed up for the, um, the web to get my emails. And when I told them I was coming out with the book, I offered them anybody who wanted a free PDF copy of the book. If they would be so kind as to leave a review on Amazon. Nice. Nice. So did, um, did your book come out in print and online, like a Kindle version, or was it just in print? Yeah, that's a great question. That's a great question. I started off just on Amazon and realized that Amazon was a great search engine. 
Um, I did not, I, I did have a Kindle, but then I ended up pulling that version. And the reason was just because this is a high priced book and Kindle really wants to sell books that are $10 and less, $9.99 and less. So when I was actually making less money if somebody bought the Kindle version than if they bought significantly less than if they bought the paperback version. And a lot of people, they wanted to highlight and take notes and they couldn't do that in the Kindle. And this was back five years ago. So Kindle wasn't quite as robust as it is now in what it can do. Isn't it funny how fast technology moves? Yes. Crazy. <laughs> you have to keep up too. So how, how these days do you find different case managers? Where, where is your market of people hanging out? So the, the nice thing was that because I was a case manager, I kind of knew where they hang, they hung out. Um, and they, we started a Facebook group, but what we did was we gave them something that they wanted. They wanted practice test questions and I had written a bunch of them, but I wasn't really confident enough in them that I wanted to publish them. But what we did was we put one a day in the Facebook group. So that kept everybody coming into the Facebook group every day and then asking questions and sharing. And it became, um, it's actually over 12,000 members right now. It's a Holy huge group. Cow. Yeah. And very, um, very responsive group. And it's not just about the exam anymore. Now they share anything, any questions they have about like resources or, you know, different employers or anything. They have so many questions and they all answer each other. So it's become like this, its own living thing that I don't have to go in there and answer all the questions That's for everybody. That's great. And how long has the group been open? It's been open about four years now. That's great. What a huge, huge, huge following Thank you, you gained in such a short period of time. So do you feel like your expertise or your finding of these people have has been mostly just SEO? Actually, in the group, a lot of it is through word of mouth. So we still get people SEO through the website, and then we have an email sequence that we bring them through now, and we let them know about the group and how we post a question every day. But then we have people who just share. You know, if somebody in an organization is taking the test and they find our group, they share it with everybody else in the organization that's taking the sure, test. Sure, because if they pass, they think, okay, well, they can, they can possibly pass the test too. And what a great help. What a great resource. So I, it's funny, you know, I think about how we do a service to help others, right? Whether that's nursing or your course or my podcast or whatever it is. And my son said to me, you know, he wanted, he was thinking about what to do with his life. You know, he's a whole 14 years old. And what I told him long ago was to do something to help others because they're always going to you're always going to have a job if you can figure out what that problem is that you can solve and help others solve it. So the other day he said to me, mom, I think I'm going to take your advice. And, you know, when I go to college, I'm going to do business and marketing or business management, something like that. I go, oh, why is that? Because don't you remember what you told me a long time ago to help people and to find a problem to solve? I go, Oh, you were listening. Imagine wow. that. <laughs> Imagine that. So, but it, you know, it, look how true it is. You found a group of people to help and, and you've evolved it. And so it's awesome. So congrats on that. Thank you. So what, what advice can you give writers who are just trying to find a profitable market in, in their writing side of things? Well, I think first of all, don't think that your market is too small to be profitable my market is extremely small when you think all of the nurses that are out there and then the very small percentage that are case managers and then the even smaller percentage that are case managers that want to take this test 
that's a pretty small, and not just get certified, but this one, because there's about 20 different certifications for case managers. So my niche is extremely small, but um, some advice I would give you is don't think it's too small and become the authority in that area. Just stick with it and keep putting out as much information as you can to help people in that area. Meet people in person whenever you can. It's amazing. I've gone to some local chapter meetings of the Case Management Society of America, which is our professional organization, and to the national meetings. And the people that I meet there, it's amazing what meeting other people in person can do for your, um, just to build your network and to help people. They remember you when they've met you in person. Um, Definitely network with other people that are trying to do the same thing as you and collaborate with them. And just like you said, be willing to help others. Mm-hmm. We always say rising tides lift all votes. There's not, you know, especially with other writers, we're not competing against each other. We're trying to help each other find clients and, and do things to build ourselves up because we all are different in our specialties and our expertise and, and whatnot. Right. And everybody has a different style. My, st- I, There are other case managers that write books similar to mine and they have a totally different writing style. And yeah. we, e- we email each other and it's so funny because I'm like a very to the point person. So my emails are very to the point and hers are beautiful and eloquent and that's how she <laughs> writes. And her book is like 600 pages and mine's like 200 pages. And it's just because we both have these totally different writing styles and we're both trying to reach the same audience. And I actually refer people to her stuff and she refers people to mine because it depends on what the person is looking for. If you want dry to the point, these are the facts. My book's great for you. If you want to hear stories and you know how she did things in her career, then her book is for you. Well, and like people learn differently. So the story side might resonate with somebody better than just the factual kind of stuff. Absolutely. You never know. So I want to hear a little bit about what you have coming up this year. Okay. So um, I'm really excited this year that I'm actually going to be starting a podcast also. Um, Yay. So (laughs) I'm going, I'm kind of starting a new business and I'm branching out. As I said, you know, small niches are great, but now that we've kind of become the authority in that niche and And as I said, about every five years, I kind of get antsy. So it was time to start something else. And we're going to start a podcast called The Stay at Home Nurse. And our goal with that is to just help nurses to find different things to do other than traditional bedside nursing. And the reason for that is I get so sad when I hear that nurses are leaving within the first two years of graduating a majority of the, a large amount of nurses are leaving the workforce. And it just makes me so sad. It's like, no, stick with it. This is such a great career. And I want to help them to see the benefits if they can just get through those first few years. I think we've all had a rough couple first years. And once we get through it though, if you can learn how to use your credentials, I think it ends up being a great career. Look what you've been able to do with yours. Yes. And I totally agree. I, I think if you're meant to be a nurse, you're meant to be at bedside, You, it's very hard to leave that. But I see the burnout. I see nurses just cannot keep up or they're not giving it long enough for them to really take it in. And, you know, the more you do something, the faster you become at it. So in the better skilled you are, the more situations you see that, like you said, within two years, if I would have quit my job within two years, Oh my gosh, I I wouldn't know nothing, I feel like. Exactly, <laughs> <You know>? exactly. <laughs> so that's great. So what kind of guests are you thinking to bring out? What kind of careers are you possibly thinking about? 
Well, I would definitely like to have you on because I'd like to let them know about the healthcare writing. And that's a great option. That could be a side hustle or it could be a career in and, in mm-hmm. and of itself. For sure. And we'd like to just, you know, just have a, a bunch of people and people to help them with build, like how do you use social media to advance your career? Um, I actually have a list and I don't have it with me, but <laughs> I <Okay>. do plan, <laughs> we do want to just tell people about all the different things like case management. Of course, that's something that I'm very good at. Um, there's things like HEDIS and people who do insurance, um, they sell insurance and health insurance and Medicare for people that are on Medicare that unfortunately there's so many agents out there. And I saw this working for the insurance company. People would sell them a policy that was the absolute wrong policy for them. And who but a nurse is better equipped to let them know what policies actually mean and what all those words mean. So I'd like to have people like that on that can help out. Yeah. Well, and like you said, that we, they trust us. So any profession or whatever you're going to do to be a stay-at-home nurse or still work at bedside and do some side hustle, people are going to trust you because we just got that nomination again, the 18th year in a row to be in the most trusted profession. So Yeah, how amazing is that? I know. And I, I think it's great because it does. I mean, not only using your credentials, but using just the word nurse, people look at you a little bit different in a good way. In a good yes, way. and they trust you. They they trust For you. Sure. So even when you're starting a business, using the fact that you're a nurse, people trust nurses. They trust our opinion, and they trust us to do what's right for them. You know who you should have on your podcast? Just thinking of what we've talked about, is uh, somebody who is a specialist in SEO. That would be great because I'm thinking people are going to be like, well, what is SEO? And you can read a whole lot of SEO <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like, holy cow! I didn't know this stuff existed. So just an idea for you throwing it out there. Thank you. No, sure. (laughs) So (laughs) Deanna, tell our listeners, because I know people are going to want to follow you and listen to this podcast. You said to me that it's going to launch in around February or so, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. And um, on iTunes, can they find it? Will they yes, be able to find definitely. It? Okay. iTunes, and then eventually it'll get to all of the different places out there. But iTunes, I think, is the quickest to get it up. Awesome. And what about a website they can connect with you on, or LinkedIn, or whatever? Yeah. So I have a website, the Stay at Home Nurse, and there's a Contact Us page on there. You can always get me on LinkedIn. It's Deanna Cooper Gillingham on LinkedIn, and I'm also on Facebook. Very good. And what's the um, case manager group called on Facebook? In case we have some case managers that want to get part of it. Sure. It's called Case Managers Community. Cool. Are you going to have a group for the stay-at-home nurse people? We're, we're considering that. We may do that. Um, okay. Not starting off, but we're thinking about it. Cool. Cool. Well, wow. Thank you so much, Deanna, for all this awesome knowledge that you always give us. Um, is there anything else you want to add or tell our, our listeners? No, I think you covered everything. All right. Well, thanks again. And we'll talk soon. I'm excited to listen to your podcast. Thank you. Take care. Hey, everybody. Janine here. I wanted to just interrupt to tell you guys more about our upcoming course, Plan, Create, Launch, Land, and Grow Your Health Writing Business. If 2020 is your year to shine, you're ready to launch, you're done in the healthcare world, I want you guys to come on into the course. Right now, I am hoping to launch it by March 1st, and it's well on its way. But if you want in earlier, all you have to do is go to growthlab, G-R-O-W-T-H-L-A-B, 
www.thesavvyscribepodcast.com. There you will see everything about the course, what to know, what's in every module, and all about the pricing. So you can get there now and see how to get on the wait list so I can give you updates as we go along. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.